What's up, Anchor Mates? Welcome back to Midnight Coffee Hour. This is Brian. I'm sipping a hazelnut Kona, which is from Hawaii. Uh, 20 ounce coffee from my local gas station. Anyway, today I'm actually visiting some family about 30 miles from home. I'm hanging out with my dad and little brother and grandma and great aunt. Anyway, I wanted to take a moment to uh, give you some financial advice since I have not done that in a while. So, as easy as I can put it, uh, straightforward, if you want to be rich, this is for the common man, the one who makes less than $50 an hour, you know, we're not talking Lamborghinis and, and million, million dollar listing homes yet, but for the common man, if you want to have financial abundance, money that is always growing, and uh, a comfortable stack to fall on in case a family member or your car, whatever happens. If there is an emergency and you don't want to have to make a deal with a, a, a bet or a, a mobster to uh, take care of the emergency, here you go. Here's my advice. To live wealthy, this is for people under $50 an hour, live poor. Um, and that sounds really stupid, because I know you're thinking, well, no, that's not true. Uh, the wealthy people, they have, they have Lamborghinis, very vanilla, and uh, million dollar listings. Well, that's, we're not talking about that. This is for people less than $50 an hour. Uh, again, like I said, unless the money can be used in a way that earns interest, that will earn itself back and potentially more, or earn itself back, or proper valuation. Don't spend the money. So, and I was a real hard ass about this not too long ago. Um, I've always had a financial abundance because I've always been a, a penny, penny pincher. I've always uh, conserved my money unless, of course, I very much had to use it. Uh, and like when I'm, t there was a good year and a half where I didn't even have a car. And it's not that I couldn't afford a car. I definitely could. I could probably afford five or six cars, but I chose, I chose not to drive as like a two part. One, to keep me in shape because it forced me to ride my bike everywhere and to uh, find ways of getting from point A to point B via bus and otherwise. And then two, I didn't have to spend money on insurance, car bills, maintenance, gas. Pretty nice. What the heck? Well, I gotta go, ladies and gentlemen. I think that one of my tires just popped, even though they're brand spanking new. We'll chat in a little bit. And we are back. Sorry about that. Actually, I ran over a uh, little cardboard lemonade popper thing. You know, you, you, you pull it out of its biscuit-like container and you mix it with water. And Anyway, that's, uh, that's what I ran over and it went pop. So, as I was saying before, the, uh, the secret of uh, being rich while making less than $50 an hour, or at least having 
the uh, financial cushion to survive in case of any emergency, uh, car breaks down, death in the family, etc., is to uh, live, a, live a cheaper lifestyle. And I had mentioned that, you know, I was carless for about a year and a half uh, just because my job was close by and I was looking to cut off a lot of a lot of uh, expenses. That was also the year that um, I only worked on Saturdays. So I worked one day a week that year and uh, I was able to do that because I live such a affordable lifestyle and um, you know I didn't have a whole lot of bills I just had rent and utilities and cell phone uh, and that was it everything else I, I cut off got rid of well and I guess I had insurance too anyway the car part is a huge expense um, and that's that now from going there to being the ultra rich to where you can't have your little basic Lamborghini and nice snazzy house with a pool and you know insanely good videographer just on standby all the time for that uh, my recommendation is still to live an affordable lifestyle to uh, you know have a budget of sorts however the money that you do have instead of just letting it pile up in your bank and become dead money money that's unused and inactive perhaps you could put it to work uh, for a self-employment you could use it for marketing even if you weren't self-employed for your current business if you work for a commission-based career you could also take that money and put it into investing and if that's something you're interested in I do have seven books uh, adult education niche uh, and they're all strictly books on investing in the stock market um, and they I mean everything I teach can be used for big stocks small stocks currencies microcurrencies futures etc options all them good stuff hopefully you understand some of those terms but likelihood is you probably don't understand many of them and that's fine that's just my one little hobby that I have had an obsession with for a long while and uh, friend group of one you know and that's also fine um, anyway not many people are interested in investing but that's why there's not that many wealthy investors um, anyway but you could also take that money and if it was a sizable chunk you could put it into real estate you could buy a space and rent it out and eventually it would pay for itself or it can give you some passive income month to month uh, and then when you want to cash it out and sell it back there's a strong likelihood that you will be able to actually make more money off selling the place than buying it or another real estate tactic is to buy a house uh, or apartment or whatever uh, and build a deck build a garden 
finish the basement. Spend a couple thousand dollars uh, to uh, fix it up, and then its resale value will go up more than just a couple thousand dollars, and you can resell it, you can put it right back on the market for a little more. I actually have a friend who studied aviation, and he is a uh, licensed pilot. However, most of his income comes from flipping houses on the weekends. Uh, another thing you can do is, uh, this is a little tricky, but you could go to a uh, like courthouse sale for property. You could buy it, um, and then you could try to sell it that very same day to another interested buyer. Um, I think it's a, an interesting way that some people make uh, millions of dollars. And um, from what I hear, they make it seem very simple. They just they find a property, they do a little research, that find a property that's in a really desired area, do a little market research to see that there's a, a, a need or a desire for it. And then they, they buy it and then sell it to somebody else the next the same day or within the week for you know five or ten thousand dollars more. Real real small amount, but it's a quick quick exchange. Um, and uh, so they take a loan for the bank to buy the house. And I think they don't have to do that until they make enough money to where they can just use real money. But take a loan, get the little sheet of paper, title, the deed. And then uh, exchange it to somebody else for, you know, a few thousand, maybe 10,000, 20,000 more, whatever that other person's willing to pay. And, uh, you know, take the money that they just gave you from their bank loan and then uh, return your bank loan and uh, it'll have a tiny little interest on it. Anyway, that's another way to make money. Uh, you could also, if you don't have a large amount of money, uh, if you have, you know, less than $20,000 freehand, which most people do, or shoot, even like less than 500 bucks, you could still do something with this. Uh, small, in, small business investment, SBI. You could invest in a small business, a local business that you believe in. Um, you, know, you could make money doing that. You could also start an online store that is completely uh, hands-free on Amazon. Uh, there's two different versions. There's one that's filled by Amazon. It's just something you should worth worth looking up on your browser. Uh, the way that works is you can buy products off of Alibaba or eBay or wherever you go. That's uh, and you get them internationally. You get them from uh, honestly probably sweats, sweatshops in third world countries. Um, you get all these products shipped to the Amazon warehouse. And then from there, you just sell the products as they come. So, I, well, you don't even do it. You, uh, you just put the, the products up on Amazon. And as soon as somebody buys it, Amazon you know, factory will handle the shipping and the boxing and all that kind of stuff. They'll handle everything for you. So the only real work you're doing is, is lining everything up and making an initial purchase of however many units sent to the factory. Uh, and obviously you're going to sell it for more than you bought it for. Um, the other thing by Amazon that I was talking about is they have a, uh, it's kind of like Shopify. 
they have, which Shopify is another good website to use, but they have a a sort of shop app, I guess, within the website where you can uh, create some custom t-shirts and uh, stuff like that and just sell it right there. And they'll take their little piece, the material costs and uh, labor costs. But there you go, you, you can just set up some custom t-shirt shop. Everybody else will do all the work. You just sit back, kick it, get a little bit of dough. Or you could also uh, create a service, do something. I wrote seven books. I also taught two classes because I wrote the seven books. And that's just what I did. You can create a service. You could be a... Uh, or there's a website called Fiverr, if you've heard of that. F-I-V-E-R-R. Or maybe just one R. Worth, worth browsing. Um, and the way it works is it's a bunch of services such as... Uh, uh, shoot. Uh, what's it called? Graphic design. There we go. For logos and such. Uh, or they have a website building stuff. A bunch of online coder type stuff. Small business help. What you can do uh, on Fiverr, and I think it's probably smarter to do on Craigslist, you can promote that you have these skills. You can flat out lie and uh, sell the same exact services, and then once they give you the details, you input those details into Fiverr. And it, I'm making this sound very sketchy and illegal, but really you're just someone's best friend. You're the guy who knows the guy. So they're gonna they're gonna pay you to mow their lawn. They're gonna give you 30 bucks up front. Then you're gonna go to your friend, aka the Fiverr website, find somebody who says, oh, I mow lawns for 20 bucks a month. Give them the description, the you know where they need to go, how they need to mow the lawn, what special pattern design, etc. Uh, grass height, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot. And uh, there you go. They'll show up, they'll do all the work, they'll, they'll be the service, and uh, you collect the $10 sort of commission fee uh, as being the, the middleman. So it's a middleman enterprise. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there are plenty of ways to take your inactive dead money and put them into a place where they can earn earn money. They can grow. They can uh, have interest. Or if you wanted to be really lame and didn't have the energy for it, for anything else, you know, exciting, you could just take your money, put it into a CD or bond, or a mutual fund, all of which have interest. Not huge. Uh, mutual funds being the best, they're about 7 to 11% on average. There are some years where it's just 3%. There's some years where it's 18. Uh, average is 7 to 11% return a year. Uh, you can do that. Um, shit, you can just get an insurance policy. As a matter of fact, if you want one, hit me up. I'm also uh, a licensed insurance agent for the state of Missouri and a financial advisor for the state of Missouri. I don't have a specific business whose wing I work under, uh, but I am registered and certified and all that. 
to do your bidding. And I can I can work privately through through any of these companies. So anyway, got that. Uh, that's how you become ultra wealthy. Or if you've got the money, another smart decision would be to uh, flip cars. I've been doing that for a couple years. Um, I'm not super, super active in it, uh, meaning I only flip maybe two cars a year. I'm actually flipping one right now. It's a car I bought for $1,800 and uh, I'm selling it for $3,000. And uh, that might be happening tomorrow. You're actually probably hearing the wind of me driving this car right now. But I might be able to sell it tomorrow for uh, $3,000, which equals a $1,200 return is uh, a little under under the table, if you ask me, because uh, we don't have to write the exact numbers that were exchanged. So that's one way to get kind of tax-free income, but that's sketchy. Anyway, um, yeah, so you can flip cars. That's always worked for me. It takes time. And uh, it takes money to uh, fix it up and sell it for more. Uh, let's see. Shit, go gambling. <laughs> Here's a little tip and trick on uh, making money every time you go to the casino. Uh, there's going to be that risk and stress involved. And whether you make money or not, it's kind of up to you. But uh, here's a tip trick strategy that uh, has always worked for me and uh, the people of which do it. Here you go. Go into a casino. Let's say you brought in a hundred bucks. You're gonna get that all in chips. You're gonna go to the blackjack table. You're gonna play as the dealer plays. Meaning uh, you hit up till 17, stay at 17. Easy peasy, right? Well, to ensure that you leave with some money or that you at least don't lose all your money or even half of your money, what you're going to do is you're going to split your $100 worth of chips into two piles. You have one pile that you use for bidding and then you have one pile that you are disciplined enough and strong enough to not touch. That is the not touch pile. So no matter how much you lose of that first pile, if you lose that entire first pile, then you just leave. You're gone. You lost half your money, but you didn't lose all of it. Okay? Now, if you make money, which you will, because that's how blackjack works, especially when you're playing as the dealer plays. The dealers are made to win. That's why, that's why how casinos make money. So, when you make money, Say you earn 10 chips. Well, again, you have two piles. You have one that you're able to bid with and one that you're not able to. What you're going to do is you're going to take those 10 chips, split it, put five in the usable pile, five in the not usable pile. You keep doing this, and you could very easily, and I mean very easily, have uh, 200 bucks kind of split between $100 is usable and uh, $200, oh, wait, no, 50 shoot yeah yeah that would be 200 bucks. I don't know anyway 
you could have however much in your usable pile and then a hundred bucks in your non-usable pile so even if you list your usable pile you still leave the casino with exactly how much money you came in with see what I'm saying so if you do that and you're willing to stay a while and kind of ride it out for a little bit it's an easy way to make money and uh, you never really have to be worried because you know how much you're leaving with uh, you know what I mean regardless of how much you're able to bid with you have this non-bid little stash pot over on the side that's uh, just kind of growing it can't it can't decrease you can't do that because you've disciplined yourself not to touch it so anyway there's a list of I don't know what was that probably 10 10 different ways ish to uh, go from successful with a financial cushion working a nine-to-five to, five to uh, adding a little bit more passive income and eventually one day separating yourself from the nine-to-five and uh, ensuring that you're no longer just creating a security net but that uh, you have a security base and then you have your own little structure you're building a little castle full of money anyway I hope that this was entertaining if nothing else and uh, if it is just starting to be day where you're at hope you have a awesome day get some sun weather's pretty damn humid in Missouri but it's a nice warm day I'm gonna hit the pool in about 30 minutes and uh, that's that if it's nighttime where you're at I hope you had a badass day and I hope you get some deep uh, relaxing sleep and that you are waking up tomorrow morning inspired and ready to kick some ass. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. You rock. And uh, if this is family, because I just realized, just found out my little brother is following my YouTube channel full of book reviews, which I'm like, man, sorry to have any more entertaining uh, content than that, little dude. Uh, Anyway, if this is you listening, Christopher, or Blythe, or Dad, or Mom, or Grandma, I love you guys. Still hope you have a badass day. See you guys around, and uh, until next time.